Okay, let's get into Divri Hayamim Aleph, Perak Yudalid, as we continue the 14th Perak here in Divri Hayamim. And we continue with David Amelech's life. David Amelech uh, is on top of the world now in terms of the, uh, the Shalva that he has. Uh, in our Perak, this is parallel to Shmuel Bey's Perak Hay. It's. Um, the discussion here is Hiram, the king of Tzor, up north by Lebanon, sends David many materials in order to help him build his house. The parak lists off many of David's children uh, that he had in Yerushalayim, and it also talks about his attack and his defeat of the Plishtim. Uh, when did this story take place? That is a question. <laughs> Some say that all of this took place really before, before David Amelech brings the Aaron back to Yerushalayim. That's what the, uh, the Mepharshim say. Again, but Divar Yamim is not written uh, Dafka in chronological order like the earlier Sfarim are. Uh, others say that maybe it happened in this order, but let's see the content of the parak. So Vayishla Chiram. So Chiram, or as it's pronounced, Churam in this <laughs> in this uh, parak. So Churam, the king of Tzor, a very successful leader, Malach Tzor, Malachim. He sends Malachim al David. He says messages to David. David is is uh, successful and he wants to be on his good side. And Vaatse Razim, and he sends to David not only messengers but but wood. Vacharashe Kir, carpenters. Vacharashe Eitzim, Livnos Lo Bias to build David a house. You know David just moved to Yerushalayim from Hebron, and he wants to build him a house. He wants to have um, you know a part and a partnership. Vayeda David ki hechinu Hashem lamelach al Yisrael. David realizes that Hashem has made him melech al Yisrael. His malchus has been raised up. Let's focus first on the first half of the Pasuk. David knew. How did he know? What is this referring to? So the Mepharshim on the page, the Mepharish and the Radak say he knew because not only were the Jewish people under him, but other nations. Other nations. Kimitzion teitzei Torah and Kimitzion the awe that uh, is felt by all the other nations. That's something very unusual. Says the Radak. They're sending him presents. They're sending him presents. This is very unusual. This is a special time. The, the Malbim says it just means that he was Mamlech on all the Jewish people. Right before he had just been Mamlech on Yehuda. But now he is Mamlech on all the Jewish people. So that's how he realized and he knew. Remember, he, Shmuel Anavi had, had uh, anointed him. So he knew this was going to happen, but he just didn't know when. But now he sees that and he realizes that... Uh, it's um, it's happening. So David knew, but at the end of the pasuk it says, "Because why he knew that he was going to be king, because Hashem lifted him up." Ba'avur amo Yisrael. What does that mean? He realizes it's not him. He realizes for Am Yisrael. He realizes he still has that anava, as the uh, as many Mamari Chazal say. The Gemara in Sota, Gemara in Sota on uh, Davyud Amid Beis talks about the anava of David based on a pasuk Michtam Michtam lo David. So we dash in the word Mach. And tum. So what is that? So one of the drushes is Davar Echad Acher Mechtam Kishem Shebakatnuso Hikdin Atzmo Eitzel Misha Gadolimenu Lil Motora. Just like when he was younger, when he was smaller, he made himself small in front of somebody who was greater than him in order to learn Torah. Kach big dulaso. So too big dulaso. In when he was uh, great, uh, still he made himself small in order to be able to. To a learner, Kabbadulaso, the Bach adds in, Hiktenatzmo, Yisamisha, Godlam, Imenu, Lil Motora, Vihishocha, and then it continues. So again, Devon and Malach was always one to lower themselves to uh, to learn. But there, and there are other uh, Midrashim as well. The Medrashokhartov says, Haya Melech, Va'amar Eni Melech, Hashem Himlichani. Right, he was the king. No, Hashem made me king. Haya Gibar, Va'amar Eni Gibar, Haya Ashir, Va'amar Eni Ashir, Binigasami. 
Yoradam Mochama Vinatsach Vinitseach Vamar Lomigvurasini Tsachti Ella Huazrani Hu Hintsichani. He recognized that everything is from Akadish Barakhu, all of his success. So that's what's that's what's uh, mentioned in this Pasik. Bavur Amo Yisrael. He has a Malchus, right? He realizes it's for it's for uh, it's for them, right? Oh, the Zohar says David enav tamid nemu. Obviously, translated to Hebrew. David enav tamid nemuchim lamata mipachad ribono ukshaya holech benaam lohaya bogasas aruach klal no gasas aruach lo gavalev. Right, David Amelik when he took him in uh, in uh, Navi uh, depicts this. Remember all the stories, right? When he was told that he can't build the base of Migdash, he took it in stride. Many of the stories that he really he reflected his. His uh, amazing Anava. So David Amelach is sent here uh, many uh, materials by Hiram to be able to help build the house. David took Nashim. We already learned about the Pilakshim, but David also takes more wives. David He had many children. But obviously only one line that's going to be Malchus based David. Only one line. These are some of the children not written in H order. Shamua Vishovav Nasan. Ushlomo. Shlomo HaMelech, as we know, is the, uh, the one that carries the, the um, Malchus. Nasan, interesting, entered to a trivia question. Name a grandfather, father, and grandson in Tanakh who are all palindromes. All palindromes, their names are spelled backwards and forwards. So right here, Yishai, David, and Nasan. Right, three in a row that are palindromes. V'yivchar, v'elishua, v'elpalet, others. And then all of a sudden, v'yishmu plishtim. The plishtim, once David moves to Yerushalayim, and now all the shvatim are behind him, the plishtim start up. Right? The plishtim start up. Ki nimshach, v'yimshu plishtim here. Ki nimshach David l'melech al-kal Yisrael. Here's that David is king on all of Israel. When he was just in Hebron, when he was only the head of a number of shvatim, then the plishtim weren't going to attack him. You know, they, they defeated Shaul and, and Yonasan, but, you know, they were, they didn't think he was going to be the ruler. This is what the Mefarish Shinikra Rashi says in Pasaches, They were in charge, but the seven years, both in Shevet Yavim, Shanim, Shem Malach David Bechevron Levad, Lo Amru Davar, the Pelishim didn't start up, Lo Chashashu Al Shem Malach David Al Chevron, they didn't uh, think that it was anything significant. Ki Amru Malanu, Shema Nitziv Osar Minuhu Le David Al Chevron, Aval Kishinim Shachlin Melach Al Kal Yisrael, Az Alu Kala Pelishim Levakesh as David, but once David Melach was anointed by the entire Jewish people, they can't have another king in the area. They don't want him to be a king, and therefore they went up against him. So here we go. They heard. So they went to seek him out. They didn't want him. David heard about it, and he went out. And he went out. Uh, Rashi says, not Rashi here, Rashi at the beginning of Tehillim Perak Bey says that at this moment, as he's about to go out to the Plishtim, uh, that's when he wrote Tehillim Perak Bey's. Tehillim Perak Bey's is, Lama Rakshu Goyim Ulu'umim Yegurik. Why are all the nations getting together? Yisyatsu Malchei Eretz, they come together, Rosen Mosu Yachad, Al Hashem Bial Mashicho, they're coming to stand up against Hashem and His anointed one. So maybe that's talking about Melech um, HaMashiach, but it could also be talking about uh, on David. That's what Rashi said at the beginning of, uh, of uh, Tehillim. Rabbi Seinu Darshu HaSeinin HaMelech HaMashiach, Ulufi Mashmo Lechub HaSaminim, Nachum Lepotro Al David Atzmo, Leinit Shenemar, Vayishmu Plishim Ki Mashli Yisrael Al David Lamelech Alehem, Vayikmusu Plishim Esamachanehem, Vayalehem Amar, Lama Rakshadayim, Why are you getting together? Ulumim Nergurik, Hashem's in charge, Hashem's in charge, Right, Nenachka Lemos Rosema, They say we're going to break loose, Yoshev Basama Shamaim Yishak, 
Hashem, the one who sits in heaven, will laugh. Hashem yil aglamo. Hashem will scoff them. Right? Hashem will scoff them. Az lemo ba'apo. Hashem will speak to them in his anger. Uvacharoni yivalemo. He'll he'll uh, confuse them in his anger. Right? That's what the uh, that's what this uh, this parak is is uh, written in that um, in that regard. So many prakim in, in Tehillim have to be appreciated based on knowing the story. So David Melech, one of his first battles, he goes and he stands up to the Plishtim. Uplishtim ba'o ba'yivshtu be'emek refa'im. Right, they spread out in Emek Rifaim, uh, right near where uh, David was, uh, right near Yerushalayim, and they were getting ready for battle, spread out. David asks Hashem. What does that mean? He has to Urmatumim. Ha'ela al Plishtim Unisatam Biadi. Should I go up to the Plishtim? Will I win? Go up and you will be successful. The Gemara in Yuma wonders on Daf Ayin Gimel. There you have all the rules and regulations of asking the Urmatumim. So if any of us become the Kohen Gadol, we'll know, um, or the king, we'll know about the Urmatumim. The Gemara says, all the rules about uh, asking. But the Gemara there says you can only ask one question at a time. Only one question at a time. I'm sorry. Don't ask two things at once. And if you did, you only get back one answer. The Gemara then says, but David asks two questions at once. Right? David asks, should I go up? Right? Where's the uh, Lashon? Says the uh, Gemara that that's really uh, one Indian. Right? One Indian, and therefore the Gemara continues there and says it is okay to ask uh, to ask two things. Continues and says, but the, uh, the Mepharshim explained, says later on that if they're both the same idea. So here, should I go up and, and am I going to win? That's basically the same, same question for the Mechama. And therefore Hashem says yes. Hashem says go up and you could do it. David, he goes up and he defeats them. David, Hashem. Again, he doesn't take credit for himself. Hashem broke through my enemies. like water breaks through. They called that place. They, the Plishtim, left their gods. They must have taken their gods out with them to fight. They left them there. Right, with so much covet they gave, if you remember back in Sefer Shoftim, when they defeated, when they, at the beginning of Shmuel Aleph, when they defeated the Jews, they gave um, a lot of uh, credit to their gods. Here, they threw their gods away. Vayomer David, David, they find them. Vayisarfu ba'esh. And they're burned. Right? They're Avodazara. So Mitzvah burning. Mitzvah burning Avodazara. The Gemara Avodazara, Daf Mem Dalid, notes that in Shmuel, in the parallel parak, it says that David, they carry them away. Says they carried them away, right? So, so how do you work out? Did they burn them? Did they carry them away? But uh, back in uh, Shmuel base parake, same thing. And they came to Emek Rafaim. Same parallel as we know. And there it says, right, instead of our Pasuk, Eloheim, Vayisa'im David Va'anashav. Vayisa'im, right, that means he carried them away, right? The Mitzudah Sion says, Pashabshad Visarfam. They carried them to burn them, right? So that's maybe the Pashabshad, by putting two Psukim together. They carried them and then they burned them. But the Gemara Vodazara darshans otherwise. Gemara Vodazara, Davim Dalit says, no, they uh, were going to burn them. But maybe they burned some of them. Why? Because they're Avodah Zarah, it's Asr Bana. 
But the only way that Avodah Zarah of a Goy could be become mutter is if it was Bitol Avodah Zarah done. So that's what the Gemara says. Kid Rafuna, Rafuna Rami, Ksiva, Yamar Dava, Yisarfu Baish, Viksiva Yisa Um Lokasha, Kam Kodem Sheba Itayagiti, Kam Laachar Sheba Itayagiti. Itayagiti was a non Jew who came over to David's side. So once he, once he came, he was Mavatol the Avodah Zarah, and they were able to use them. So they were burning them. Maybe that was the original Kavano. The, the opposite of what the Mitzvah Sion says there in Shmuel. They carry them and they burn them. No, they were going to burn them, but then they ended up carrying them. Tehsev, and he quotes the, um, uh, that idea that Ba'itai Ubitla, and he was Mavatel. Tosfos there, interesting, discusses. Tosfos there in uh, Bodezor Memdalad wonders, uh, why didn't they just get a different guy and force him to be Mavatelit? By the way, they have to wait for a special guy to come. Lama lo lakach oved kochavim levatel balkarcha. According to Rabbi Lazar Kapper, that you know he could do it that way. So yeah, why did they do that? So I saw the Rinas Yitzchak discusses possibly they had a mitzvah in front of them. They had a mitzvah in front of them to fulfill of bit destruct destroying um, Avodah right? For Sarfu Baish. So what they're going to get a guy in order to get out of the mitzvah. So if a guy comes and does it, fine. But it's not so clear that you know just um, if you know. If there's a mitzvah in front of you, remember the Gemara in, in Brachas talks about the Doris are Rishonim, they put themselves into situations of doing mitzvos. Right? The Gemara Brachas Laman, hey, Doris are Rishonim, Ayyamachanisim, Perusim, Doris, Traxamon, they went right through, Kadela Chaivam, the Maisris. Right? In order to be Mechayev, them in Maisris. Right? See, here too, that's why maybe it wasn't appropriate. If somebody came, somebody came, but they didn't want to uh, rely on that. How exactly did the, did the Urbatumim work? So that is something that the Ramban discusses. The Ramban discusses that in Parshas Tetzaveh, it's not 100% clear. The Ksava Kabbalah and others note that the Rambam never describes how to make the Urmetumim. The Rambam goes through every other Kli, how to make the Menorah, how to make the Shulchan, not how to make the Aran, because it was only one Aran. But what about the Urmetumim? He describes how to make all the Begadim. So some say that the Urmetumim wasn't some, Rashi, we're influenced by Rashi. Rashi says the Urmetumim was a Shem Hashem. That was put in between the folds of the Choshen. And that's what made it light up. That's what the Ramban says. That's what made it light up. The question was asked, and that was like the, the battery inside the Choshen. And it lit up. The Ramam never mentions Urim Vitumim uh, in that way. He never describes it. So some say, the Ksavah Kabbalah, I think, says, the Urim Vitumim, according to the Rambam, was the Choshen. Right? It was the, it was the stones. It wasn't something, anything separate. But the Ramban, in Tetzave, based on that idea of Rashi, says, He put it between the folds. And then the Ramban says, the, the uh, way that it worked is that the letters lit up, and then the Kohen Gadol had to interpret and decipher putting the letters in order. This, reading the Ramban, is one of the levels of Ruach HaKodesh. He lamatam in anavua, ulamalam ibasko. Shemishtam shim babavayisheni, Right, the, it's the levu is higher, and then comes urmetumim, and then baskol under it. So baskols were used later on. The efshar shachreshin asa moshe bechoshin hashem asakadoshim. Once it was put inside, hayu no da'im b'mesores mimenu l'gedol echachem yisrael shemasrom lahem sisrei torah. The chulu and it continues that the letters lit up. I'm sorry, I, I skipped the earlier part. That's what the Ramban describes that the letters lit up and they had to be deciphered. The Vilna Gon. Well, well-known Vilna Gon in Sefer Shmua land, Vilna Gon says that uh, maybe this explains the story at the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, where it says by Chana, Chana is davening quietly, and the Eli says, are you drunk? 
because she he saw that she was davening, but her lips were moving, but no sound was coming out. Are you drunk? And Chana says, no, no, no. So why did um, Eli think that she was drunk? And in, in old versions of Rashi, the Gros says that it said, that word. Why? So it says that the letters were lit up, but the way that Eli deciphered is Shikora. And she was saying, or Kisara. That's what the Vilna Gon says. You're not an Adon. You don't have a Ruch HaKodesh anymore. Um, and therefore, that is a Dover Nifla Ma'od, says the, uh, says the Grub. But again, that's how the Urmatumim worked, and that's what Dover Melech did here, and he asked them. And he got the answer, so he went up to fight the Plishtim. But Yosifu O Plishtim, they, when, they, they didn't take no for an answer. But you should do by Amek, they spread out again. But you should O David Be Lokim. But Yom Lo Lokim, David says, should I go up again? Hashem says, Lo Talachrem, don't. Don't go. Hasev Me'alem, go around. Ubasalem, Imul Habachalem, come around from the back, from the trees in the back. And then you'll be successful. And that's what David did. When you hear the sounds, when you hear the sounds at the, at the top of the trees, what is that? What do the sounds mean? So if you look at the, some of the Mepharshim there in, in a Shmuel Aleph and Barakeh, we're making the trees rustle. And there's a loud noise. When you hear that, then go. Because you know that Hashem is in front of you. Why did Hashem do this? Why did Hashem just say, go fight? So Rashi quotes here, the Mafarish quotes here, that this was a tikkun, this was a tikkun for Shaul. Shaul HaMelech did not listen to orders exactly. He was supposed to wait for Shaul for a week, and then he didn't wait. He was supposed to kill out every, because we mentioned in the past Shurim that uh, he was influenced by the Am, but here it has to do with patience, and it has to do with David Melech listening to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, even though, what do you mean? They're coming this way, I'm going to fight them. Hashem says, go the other way. You listen. Rashi says, Amra midas adin David. says, Why do you kick out Shaul? And now you put David in. By Gilgal, he didn't wait. He didn't wait a week. I'll test David. He tested David. Go around. Have patience. And David was successful. So he was successful. Interesting. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says that. David HaMelech asks Hashem, why is it okay, Avram, okay, Yitzhak, okay, Yaakov, why not also okay, David? So Hashem says, because they were all tested and you weren't tested. And David says, okay, test me. Test me. Remember that Gemara? So, and David asked for a test, and you have the story of Bathsheba. So, it sounds like from there that David wasn't tested otherwise. But according to this uh, shot of the Mefarish, David was tested here, and he succeeded. He succeeded. Okay, we continue. So when you hear David Melech is told, told to go around, and he goes around to hit the plishtim. David goes around. They hit all the way. From Givon to Gazra, they go out. Shame David. David becomes very popular, very famous. Hashem puts his pacha there. So you might have thought it was calm, it was quiet, so he could build a mikdash. He could build a base of Migdash. 
But the answer is no. It's got to have a history. got to have a history of peace. Shlomo, Shalom, Davana Melech. First part of like, we just won, he just uh, won a battle. He just won a battle. That already puzzled him from building the base of Megdash. Again, it wasn't his fault. He did it. He did what he was supposed to do. He did a mitzvah. But because of that, as we'll see, he can't be an Ishdamim. He can't be a man of war in order to build the base of Megdash, which is um, a place of peace, just like you can use knives to build for the, uh, the Mizbeach. These are all about David HaMelech. Again, David is back in Yerushalayim. He's getting um, some materials from Tzor, and he fought off the Plishtim, and all of Klai Yisrael is behind him, and we learned about his wives and his children, and uh, the other, uh, some added uh, issues. He tried to bring the Aaron up, um, didn't work. We learned about Uzzah again, and we'll learn in the coming um, what exactly he did build in Yerushalayim. Okay, we will stop here.